0: Welcome back to The Eclectic Collection. Today is episode 17, Bushel of Crabs. I've been on this kick about good old brigantine, and I'm kind of going to stay on it because weather's getting nicer, so I guess it makes me think of going to the shore on the weekends, which people used to refer to as shoebies, but I never really called it that. I just called it going to the shore on the weekend. So my Uncle George bought this boat years ago. I was probably about 10. And he used to come down to our shore house quite a bit. And he bought this boat. I always wanted a boat. And my backstory is I love all things aquatic. I just do. I like aquariums. Obviously, I'm obsessed with sharks because they're the coolest things in the world. And I just always wanted a boat. Well, my mom had grown up with boats. Uh, dad kind of always wanted one. But mom got seasick. So we never did that. They weren't much for cruising. So I just like boats. I was always interested, intrigued by boats. I would sooner go into the sea and the ocean and like go look at Titanic before I'd ever think about going in space. So my Uncle George bought this boat. I don't know how that happened. It was off some guy. I don't know the deal. I was like 10. It was a white boat with some green stripes and it said Jasper on the side. And I don't know what that is. I don't know if it, was, it wasn't the name. I don't know if it was a company of something, but I've never seen it before or since. Maybe it's a boating thing. I don't know, but I usually think Evan Rood, Mercury, et cetera. It was not the motor, but it, and it wasn't the name of the boat. I don't know where he got it from. For all I know, knowing my uncle, it was a police sale, but anyhow, I have no clue where it came from. And it was on a trailer and he parked it outside he towed it down and he parked it outside and he said oh we're gonna go crabbing this weekend and we always used to go crabbing but obviously we would just you know just be on the end of the the uh mud holes we used to call it on this turnaround in Upseekin. we would drive off the island and there was just this really yucky muddy spot but it was great and you could cast traps and we would sit around all day from like four in the morning to like 10 and and it was fantastic so this was making it legit crabbing we were going to actually go on a boat so we were all excited prepped everything. And it was, it was like a, like a bow rider kind of a thing. It was uh, um, just a little open, you know, it wasn't a jet boat, but it was just a, just a little boat. It was more than a dinghy and didn't have a, a cuddy cabin or anything, but just that was that. Okay, fine. We get all psyched. Dad's excited, get the traps, get the bait, get up really early outside four o'clock in the morning, drive down to at the time, what was Vince's dock and is soon to be no more, although I think it's going to be a private dock, and that makes me sad. And we back up. He had a little truck. It was like a ranger, so it could barely tow this thing. And he backed it up into the water, and we tried to get the boat into the water, knowing full well that none of us actually knew what we're doing. And uh, when we realized that all of the little rollers on the trailer were so rusted shut that it was a good chance this boat hadn't moved in centuries. It took from 4 a.m. until 7, 12 a.m. just to get the boat in the water to the point where we annoyed everyone else that was trying to launch. Um, It was a bad scene. Could not get the boat in the water, couldn't get it to move, couldn't reverse it correctly. He wasn't the best driver. Finally got it lined up. Um, No, wouldn't come off. WD 40. We're digging through the truck to try and find stuff. Uh, hardware store's not open. We're trying to use water. It's a bad scene. Can't get it to even budge. And we're afraid if we push it, it's just going to end up smashing into the little bit of concrete up until the water. We finally, like three hours later, get the boat into the water circa 7 o'clock. And it was just me, my dad, and my uncle. Um, my brother wasn't down for some reason, but he definitely would have been helpful on this adventure and boat gets in the water. We move the trailer and the truck we jump in the boat and engine doesn't start. Just doesn't start trying to pull it and pull it and pull it. Nope. Not even like, eh, eh, eh. no, just nothing. Absolutely nothing. So here we go again with, you know, ether, this and WD-40 and random rags with grease are coming out and I don't know what they're doing. And I'm just sitting there like, do do really wanted to go crabbing, excited to be on a boat. Technically not even floating yet because we're about four inches from concrete. Don't know what's happening. Well, 7.15-ish turned into 8.15, which turned into 9.15. And eventually that turned into somewhere around 10.30. And uh, the boat never started. So we had made this promise that we were going to catch so many crabs. That was going to be dinner that night for everybody. And there were probably 12 people at the house. So after much trying to get this to function, um, defeat was imminent. And uh, my dad was just not the kind of guy to give up on things. So he was like, we've got to make this work. I can't believe it's George. Why can't we get this down? And he's trying to try him, but neither is really a mechanic. They're just sort of handy guys. And uh, it's not going to happen. So now we have the problem of, We're literally dead in the water, and now we have to get the boat back on the trailer. So my uncle climbs out of the boat, goes back to get the truck, backs it up, poorly I might add, finally gets it into the concrete, and here we go. It took us from 10:30 until approximately 12:15, with the help of many other annoyed fishermen nearby, to get the boat back on the water. Frankly, just so we could clear the launch pad of the dock and they could get their boats out, because they literally wanted to lynch us. And it wouldn't reverse because they didn't. The rollers didn't want to go down or in the one direction, and they certainly didn't want to go in the other. They were rusted. I'm assuming scored with salt water. It was just a, de- a totally dead motor, totally bad scene with the rollers. Uh, we later determined the spark plugs were all bad in the boat. And I have since learned that it's really just your spark plugs, your motor, and, you know, if there's actually a, a damaged hull that are really the only three big things with boats, at least so say lots of boats people to me, because I've since begun investigating it because I'm on a mission to not have this ever happen again and not be teased by getting so close to being on a boat and not being able to do it. So circa 1230, we finally get the boat back on the actual trailer. Everyone's annoyed. We pull out of the dock because we were getting nasty looks and, uh, I looked at my dad and I said, I know you don't want to hear this right now, but everybody thinks we're going to bring back crabs. Mom's making spaghetti and crabs, you know, need the crabs to do that. Uh, any thoughts here? Cause we're kind of late. We usually come home by 1030. So they'll believe that we would be out later because we're on a boat, but we have nothing to show for this. So what are we going to do? And he was like, yeah, that's true. We got to go find something. So we packed everything up and drove around with this lame boat that was probably not secured in the back of the trailer at this point, tied with like zip ties and faith and drove off the island to Epsican, where we normally go actually crabbing. And I thought we were gonna go crabbing for real, which is kind of late, because apparently mud digging little blue claws like to come out early in the morning or with the tide. But no, dad actually drove to a seafood guy, found a crab stand and bought a bushel of crabs. We took it back, brought it to the house, put the crabs out back, cleaned them, disposed of the bushel put them in a pot and brought them inside all clean and ready to go. Cause we take the backs off of our crabs and clean them out. Um, and then, you know, garlic oil, beer, salt, pepper, kind of a thing and steam them. Um, although some people do like the innards, no, thank you. I say to mustard and creepy innards. And, uh, they were sitting in the sink in the pot ready to go by the time everybody woke up, came back from the beach, they were none the wiser. And dad has passed and so has my uncle George. So I'm the, last known survivor of this extravaganza and I'm breaking the secret today. So if any of my family actually listens to this, they're going to know that, yes, we totally lied to you. We did not catch all those crabs. I mean, nobody bothered to count, but if they had, they would have realized that the average bushel is approximately between six and eight uh, dozen, depending on the size of the crab. And these were particularly... large blue claws that were peculiarly large and full of meat that would have been a little too even to, to uh, catch, uh, you know, one after another. So we did enjoy them and uh, that was good times, but um, we never actually caught them. So we kind of cheated and brought them home. So that bushel of crabs, it was yummy uh, and everybody thought we did a great job, but nobody actually noticed that the boat was held together with paint outside, not quite sitting correctly on the trailer. And by some miracle, it got back to his house, uh, later that weekend, when he left, I never saw that boat again. I never asked questions about it again, and I'm pretty sure that he doesn't talk to that guy. I never talked to that guy again that sold it to him after that little moment but um moral of the story is don't always count on a boat if you haven't checked it out of the water before. <laughs> I know I've learned that lesson, and I'm really interested in getting one, and hopefully someday I will, but I keep asking questions because a lot of knowledge is never going to hurt any any situation, and I certainly don't know what I'm doing, so maybe I'll start with just getting the license. That's probably a good step one. If you like today's episode, check us out at eclecticcollectionpodcast.com, or follow us on your preferred platform. I'm Terry Tenaglia. Thanks for listening.